Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Thousand Generations, presented by Cage Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Today, on A Thousand Generations, I would like to talk about the entry points for Star Wars. We have reached a time in the history of Star Wars where there are many, many entry points for fans. Let me begin by telling you where I was and how I entered this world. Or rather, how I entered that galaxy far, far away. I grew up with the original VHS copies. I had Star Wars and Return of the Jedi in the original VHSs. And the Empire Strikes Back taped off television. With the last five minutes missing, by the way. But only the part where Luke's hand is getting repaired. Did I miss seeing? So yeah, I was having a conversation the other day with Ambling Soul on Twitch. And we were talking about the original VHSs, but she... I think she, forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, mentioned the VHSs that she had when she was a kid. And then I discovered that that was the special edition box set she had. And I was explaining to her, no, I had the original copies, not even the THX remastered copies. The original tapes that I believe were the first VHS copies released. One of them, I remember, I think it was for Star Wars. At the beginning, before the movie started, there was a little uh, trailer for the documentary about the making of Return of the Jedi called From Star Wars to Jedi. Some of you, I'm sure, remember this. So that was my entry point to Star Wars was the original VHS tapes. Uh, I had not read any of the books, really. Uh, I had seen the Muppet Babies episode about Star Wars, which I think I may have seen before I ever saw Star Wars. But my entry point was the original VHS tapes. And that launched me into this galaxy. It's interesting generationally 
to see the different entry points that fans have. I grew up in the time when the prequels were not out, and so my imagination ran wild with possibilities of what had gone on before. I was fascinated by the little hints dropped in Return of the Jedi, particularly, and the image of the unmasked Darth Vader seeing this old, broken, sad man who had terrorized the galaxy to see that he was this pitiful figure. That image stuck with me. And like so many, I wanted to know what the origin of that was. Why did he wear that suit? Why did he look all burnt? Why did he have those terrible scars? What caused this guy to turn evil? It's the same question that runs through many kids' minds when they see the original trilogy. And it certainly did for me. And so the entry point for me were those old, crusty VHS tapes from a long time ago. Okay, we are going to take a break to hear about our sponsor. And when we come back, we will discuss all the other entry points that currently exist for Star Wars fans. Okay, we are back. So, now there are 11 Star Wars films. 12, if you count the Clone Wars film. And it's so strange that when I grew up, there were only three. And now there are a plethora. But one of the interesting things is we've seen new fans, new generations of fans introduced through different ways. There, of course, are my parents' generation who were teenagers when they saw Star Wars. There were those who saw it when they were little kids. And there were those who grew up with those old, crusty VHS tapes, like my generation did. But then, things changed. Now, my brother, who is three and a half years younger than me, his first movie-going experience of going to the theater that he can recall was seeing Star Wars in 1997 during the re-release when he would have been let me think now he would have been seven years old those are his earliest movie going memories so that is kind of a generation kind of that did not grow up with the unaltered versions of the movies that was the thing that Ambling Soul was surprised about when I talked to him. 
when I talked to that person on my Twitch. When I said, no, I'm talking about the old, original unaltered copies of the movies. So my brother grew up with the altered copies. You know, but for me, I knew them before any changes were made. Or, or should I say more precisely, I knew the movies when there were very, very minor changes made, uh, such as uh, little things with the sound mix or George Lucas adding the A New Hope subtitle. Minor changes like that, but nonetheless, this is before all the CG editions. That's the Star Wars I knew. But then you get the next generation entirely. And that is the generation who were little kids when the prequels came out. Um, Maddie Solo, for instance, was three years old when the Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> you know, there's this whole generation that grew up with the prequels. Now, the, the older fans, myself included, and older, at the time tended to be very, very salty on the prequels. But I think that a lot of us overlooked the fact that there was an entire new generation of kids who had not seen any of the Star Wars movies and the prequels were their entry point and introduction to Star Wars. That generation are now adults and they are loud and proud. Many of them saying, hey, that's our Star Wars. Now, I understand that not all of them are. Some of them grew up with the prequels and then watched the originals and said the originals are way better. I don't like the prequels. But there is an entire generation that the prequels hold a place in their heart. Sorry, hold a special place in their heart because that was their introduction to Star Wars. And they love the prequels and they're proud to say it. And thankfully, many of them have been helpful in convincing. They've been helpful in convincing the older salty fans to look at the prequels in a different light. And now many of the older salty fans are admitting their love for the prequels. Nonetheless, we had a whole generation grew up with the prequels. And that was their introduction to Star Wars. Now then, after the prequels were done, the Clone Wars animated series came along. The movie did not do well. I think it made money. It made a lot of money, but it got lambasted by the critics and fans. Yet again, older, salty fans. But, as the series progressed, the older, salty fans started to say, wait a minute, we like this. 
And yet again, an entire generation of kids who saw the Clone Wars before they saw anything else. You know, and that was their Star Wars. Then, of course, we come to the new era, the Disney era. When you have the movies, the sequel trilogy, and the spinoffs, are the entry point for yet another generation of fans. Like my nephews and my niece. Who I got to show the new movies. You know, it... And that's Star Wars to them. Just as much as the other Star Wars. You know, they've seen all the other ones too, but... Um, at least my two older nephews have. And then, of course, for those who maybe were too young to really either understand the sequels or even allowed to see them, there were Star Wars Rebels. Which, yet again, older salty fans, when the show first started, kind of went, eh... You know, the Rebels began, and they were just like, no, uh-uh. You know, ruined Star Wars. I only heard a few people say that. Nonetheless, as they gave it time, they realized, wait a minute. This is good stuff. And yet again, a generation of little kids, that's their introduction. Then there's Star Wars Resistance. You know, geared for very young kids. Then there's the Forces of Destiny short animated segments. On YouTube, little bite-sized segments. Jennifer Landa's Daughters. That's their Star Wars. They haven't seen the movies. They've seen the Forces of Destiny animated shorts. Which, to be fair, I've watched the Forces of Destiny shorts. Some of them are really good. And then, of course, there's all these new ones that I have not yet seen. I think Galaxy of Adventure, I think, is one of them. And then you have Jedi Temple Challenge with Ahmed Best's great character, Jedi Master Kelleran Beck. So long story short, there are so many entry points to Star Wars that exist. What used to be just the original films, maybe with, uh, I don't know, the Ewok cartoon show from the 80s or the Ewok adventure movies from the 80s. That's another entry point we could talk about. But nonetheless... The days in which there were only the original trilogy are gone. And now there are different entry points for many, many fans. New fans, kids, you know, people first getting into it. So, long story short, there is something for everyone. And I think that those of us who tend to be a bit salty, myself included, about new things need to remember that these 
Star Wars products. This new media that has come out over the years is going to mean something different to those who grew up with it before they ever saw anything else related to Star Wars. So we would do best to remember that someday those kids who grew up on Rebels, on the sequel trilogy and the spinoffs, are going to say, hey, that's our Star Wars. And hopefully there will be a shift in the fandom just as there was for the prequels. Let me know what your entry point into Star Wars was. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to A Thousand Generations. Presented by Dage Turner's They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.